Day of the Beast audio game, Keeper's Diary, Episode 1. Hi everybody. Um, what I wanted to do with this recording was kind of talk about how uh, the campaign is going so far. And I want to kind of go over it chapter by chapter in uh, a format that I can't talk with the players about because otherwise I would be giving away secrets. So this is uh got a lot of spoilers if you think you want to play it you may want to reconsider if you've run it before or if you're thinking about running it then uh, this might be uh of some interest to you um so it's been a while since i've gone through some of these old chapters so i uh will cover some of them perhaps less uh in less detail than i would have liked and and as we get you know sort of closer to catching up where we are in real time uh then i'll remember more um, so, Day of the Beast was originally published as the Fungi from Yuggoth, and then I believe it went through another iteration called Curse of Cthulhu before ending up as Day of the Beast. Um, it did add a few chapters, and uh, the, some of those chapters started at the beginning. In fact, Chapter 1, uh, which is set in Corbuswood, New Hampshire, uh, is called Suffer Little Children, and it's definitely one of the newer episodes. One of the complaints I heard about uh, this particular, or some of the earlier episodes, was that the original campaign sort of got you right into the thick of things with uh, Paul Lamond disappearing in episode one. And I, I suspect that the reason that this scenario was added was to give a little bit of, of a reason why uh, Paul's disappearance would be so um, important to the campaign. Uh, by having a chance to meet him and a chance to verify that his powers are real, uh, then the investigators feel a little more um, invested in the relationship with Paul, and they have a reason for him, uh, a reason to investigate when uh, he disappears uh, later. So this is um, kind of a, an interesting little backstory. It's not directly related to the campaign and the theme of the campaign with Nofruka and uh, NWI and Edward Chandler and all that. Uh, but it's still a good introduction. It's a way to get uh, Paul, uh, to, for the investigators to meet Paul. Yeah, the hook is not a bad one. It's uh, not unreasonable to get uh, pretty much any type of character or investigator uh, in that, uh, into this scenario. It's not one, it's not a campaign where you uh, need certain character types. You could almost put just about any kind of character type in here, and you might have to do a little bit of work, but not a great deal. It is a bit of a bottle story, and by that I mean it's focused really on the house. The There is the town of Corbus Wood, but there's really not a lot of help that you can get there. You can get uh, a few more details um, if the, the library use rolls didn't succeed very well beforehand. Uh, but otherwise, most of the action takes place in the house. Now, I, I love the fact that there's a lot of background. Actually, in a way, there's almost more background uh, than um, than might be warranted. Uh, there's you know 15 separate pieces of information that you can make library use roles for, which you know if you've got a good uh, characters that have good library use, they'll probably get most of them. But otherwise, if you've kind of got new investigators and they're not really they don't really know that they should be trying to boost their library use. Uh, or if they're deliberately choosing not to because they're not metagaming, then it can be kind of distracting. I see, you know, roll seven times and they make only three of them or, or two of them. And that can be a little bit frustrating. Um, so, well, that's a, a bit of a, could, can be a bit of a problem. Uh, the, the house, uh, the floor plan is really nice. I'm, I'm uh, glad to have the floor plan. It's a way, if you decide to use miniatures, it's a way that you can kind of say, okay, where are your, you know, where are your uh, the, the investigators, where are your characters staying? 
And I was pretty amused that they all chose to stay in the very, very cold room, which is the room where um, uh, Catherine uh, was uh, supposed to have uh, done her dirty deeds. I thought that was very, very funny. Um, they, of course, went immediately for the, uh, the cellar. And the whole bit with the hatchets is a reference to the haunting. If you haven't listened to the haunting audio game, uh, or if you do listen to that, then you'll understand why they're so uh, interested in hatchets and breaking, uh, breaking through the walls and whatnot. Um, the timing of the scenario in terms of the events that are supposed to happen uh, is okay. I mean, I understand that it's kind of hard to uh, to plan out everything that the characters want to do, but it works to have sort of a weekend uh, sort of a weekend scenario when you have one planned thing happening Friday night when the characters arrive, and then another thing happening Saturday night when presumably they've had the chance to do a few things uh, after the first uh, scenario. Excuse me, after the first seance. Uh, in general, as I recall, the characters seemed to do okay. It took them a little while to figure out that Catherine was the problem. I don't know whether it's just because the characters or the players themselves are kind of new, and so they haven't quite figured out, you know, that this is really more a thinking type thing and and uh, trying to think in terms of well, it's a ghost story, so why is the ghost doing this? What is the you know what's going on here? Um, once they figured that out, it went pretty well. Um, I didn't like the fact that uh, this whole sort of notion of um, the spirit, you know, you summon Catherine's spirit through Paul, and then Paul does the, you know, basically goes into what in the old RuneQuest days was the old spirit combat. He has to sort of apply his power against, or magic points against her magic points. The loser loses stuff, and you just keep going until... Um, someone uh, until one of them wins. Well, from story purposes, it's pretty obvious I think Paul needs to win. So I thought the mechanic there was kind of silly, and so I just pretty much completely threw out the fact that, well, what would be more boring to a player than having the game master rolling a whole bunch of dice with no real idea of what's going on? So I just completely threw that out and just kind of had Paul just say, okay, she's gone. And that was, I think that was more effective because, one, it was faster. I didn't have to do all the die rolls. And it gave the players a chance to kind of wonder, well, is it really Paul? Because I just said Paul opens his eyes and says she's gone. So that, you know, that was that was pretty uh, that was a, a pretty nice thing there. So that was chapter one. Um, chapter two uh, is set in the Black Hills of South Dakota. Uh, the title is called Black Hills Blackest Secrets. It's supposed to bring uh, to sort of introduce the characters to NWI, the corporation that will cause so much trouble later on, and as I was reading it, again, sort of in the reviews, this chapter is kind of singled out as being kind of one of the more ones that feels out of place. The monsters, the insects from Shagai, don't, you know, if you've read the books or read the stories that have them in there, then you'll recognize them. Otherwise, they're just kind of giant bugs. And and so if you're, if you're not familiar with them, if you're really more focused on Lovecraft um, and his stories, then you may not recognize, well, you won't recognize um, these uh, these creatures. Um, on the whole, I thought the story went okay. I wish there had been a couple of maps um, just to kind of tell me where, roughly where uh, this, this camp is. A layout of the camp would have been nice. I had to, I had to kind of wonder, well, is there going to be a fence around this, or is it going to be kind of open? Um, I kind of figured there had to be a fence. There was this whole notion of the, the Indians, the Lakota, um, uh, you know, being somewhat unfriendly, not hostile, but unfriendly, and so it kind of made sense that, well, they would probably try to put a, a fence around it at some point. Um, 
I was a little concerned because later there's going to be another chapter in Peru, and they're going to come upon yet another mine of NWI with a problem with Indians, although these are, instead of Native Americans, it'll be um, uh, more um, the, the South American-style Indians. So was, uh, after having finished Chapter 2, I was thinking, looking ahead to, chapter five, uh, to that chapter and wondering, how on earth am I going to bring this up again without kind of them saying, well, geez, you know, uh, bugs again, it's going to be them again. And I suppose it's going to be, be kind of a funny juxtaposition, switching the insects from Shagai with the fungi from Yagoth. Um, but I do kind of wonder that it's going to be a bit of a repeat. Uh, I'm really sorry that I lost Episode 5. Uh, I was still getting used to my recorder and the way it numbers files, and so I lost that. Um, it was very nice to have sort of that NPC. I was able to bring uh, one of the Indians along, which meant that when it came time for the Indians, to, uh, the insects to do some spells, I had kind of a nice target uh, or an additional target, sort of cannon fodder in the old D&D speak, uh, to uh, to work with. So that was that was pretty good. Um, yeah. The, other than that, I mean, again, trying to. Track them out there. I thought that was kind of an interesting way. They would. I didn't really expect them to go like leaping after the last truck in the convoy and trying to knock them out. But you know, hey, it was a fun story idea, so I just ran with it. Um, and um, the the spells that they have are pretty darn strong. Um, I did definitely pull some punches there because I didn't want the characters to just uh, get you know. Effectively, all you know, all it would take was one of them to to possess uh, or to dominate. Say, shoot your friend, and you know, it was it was just very easy, too too close to a, a total party kill, a TPK. So I didn't really want to to uh, uh, to do that too much. So I definitely held back there. <laughs> all right, I think that's that. This, that's it for this first episode. I'll try to bring uh, another diary entry and, and continue on. So uh, until then, I'll see you then. Bye bye.